Welcome to Road Access on the state of public transport and the decline of the community bus service. In this edition, we take a look at what the impact is on people's lives. My name's Ollie. This is Red Excess. Let's jump in. Welcome to episode seven of the Red Excess podcast. And if you've seen the news lately, you'll see there's been a lot in the news about the decline in the use of uh, public transport and the bus services. So the number of bus journeys taken across Great Britain, for example, is falling with about 90 million fewer in 2017 and 2018 than the year before. Um, This is potentially a real problem. And we've already covered another podcast episode on the decline of the bus routes and the impact this has on people's uh, lives. So if you haven't heard that episode, check that one out. I think it was our second or third podcast episode that we did. Um, And I think the bigger question here is, you know, do we need buses anymore? Uh, Or has the nature in terms of how we travel changed? I mean, I actually personally think we do need buses, uh, certainly in the rural areas that that are the backbone of uh, the community and how people get to work or get to places where they need to be. Um, But I mean, is it a case of we need to relook at the whole model or is there not enough profit in for the private bus companies or is there more funding needed or is it more a case of how can we collaborate together? So should we be looking at car share schemes? So with Red Access at the moment, we're looking at can we take people that are driving to work and can we share these journeys with other people that need to get to work that perhaps can't drive that day or there's no local bus route available for them, which of course isn't very helpful when you look at that in terms of is this going to replace bus routes? It's actually more a view of, okay, if the bus routes are going to go and buses are going to continue to decline, we've still got to solve that problem of getting somebody from A to B. And you've got to look around yourselves and pick your head up and say, what's out there? How can we do it? Um, I mean, I suppose the bottom line with bus companies is, you know, they're a business, they need to make uh, a profit. And does this mean that maybe potentially buses, we're only going to see them in the big cities? I mean, bus companies can only really make money if people actually use them. Uh, if the bus operators cannot turn a profit and councils can't continue to, sub- to subsidise people, then you can't continue to run a service at a loss forever. I mean, it's interesting because when you look at some of the charts in uh, 20, 2007, sorry, there was sort of about 230 billion bus journeys in the rural area. And you take a look at the big cities and that sort of sat around uh, two, and a, two and a half. Um, and then as we move forward, we see that bus use actually in, in, in the big cities, certainly in London, has increased back to where rural routes were. And the rural side of the bus use has gone down. Now, that doesn't mean people aren't using them. It probably just means that the bus routes aren't there anymore for them to be used. So those figures are probably slightly off. But there's no getting away from the fact that bus routes are in decline. So as a collective, as we look at the bigger picture on public transport, what does that mean? Does that mean we're going to be more reliant on rail service? Does this mean this is great for private taxi firms? Does this mean that community transport firms are going to start seeing uh, increased demand? I mean, I actually think community transport providers I'm going to see a massive increase over the next two years because you know, the elderly and the vulnerable, none of us are getting any younger in the UK. We're an aging population. And this means there's going to be more and more demand on transport to get us from A to B. I mean, we're a long way off currently, as we discussed in a previous podcast, uh, from being uh, able to just press the button in the car and it will take us from A to B, which means we're still going to need this model of a driver and a bus to pick us up. And it also begs the question, you know, People that live in rural areas, if you're out in the sticks, 
you know, how are these people going to get to shops? How are they going to get to events? How are they going to socialize? And this has a dramatic impact on social isolation and their health and well-being and how they gen- generally feel about themselves in terms of being able to connect with family members. You know, just because you can use FaceTime or chat services does not, you know, that does not replace personal contact. So if the bus services are no longer running, people are going to become less mobile. And I think really it's a massive issue for society. If you look at this from an environmental perspective, if you've got 20 or 30 people on a bus, that's 20 or 30 people not in a vehicle. I mean, very often you see people as we're driving around, there's only one person in the car. Uh, with a bus, at least you're sharing the same trip together. You're, you're chatting away on the bus as well, which is increasing in social inclusion. But if we're going to see a, a demise in bus transport, this means people are going to be more inclined to travel with friends, which is not a bad thing. But very often that'll be two in a car. And this pushes up the vehicles on the road, which then increases our traffic, increases our pollution and increases our demand on the road, which means the roads fall apart quicker. People can't get to work on time. We've got more people stuck in traffic jams. You've got to increase pollution all around the local area, which is bad for our health. And then it's not just affecting people on transport. It's affecting the livelihoods of our children and all the people that are playing outside. Everything has a knock on effect from the demise of bus transport. I mean, a question we get asked a lot is, you know, why is it that buses are so expensive to run? Well, inflation alone is not to blame, but bus operators are saying that increased congestion, rising costs of staff, vehicle maintenance and fuel, they've all played their part in increasing the fare and a single and return fare, for example, going from 10p to 20p effectively. Certainly in Sheffield, we've seen increases on those fares as well. Uh, Manchester themselves have put the single ticket fares up. Uh, They've gone from £3.40 rising 10p and those priced £4.20 have been rising up to £4.40. And they're saying that these changes in fares are essential to keep the services running. Um, But of course, that sort of price increase to the passenger actually has a massive impact on their disposable income, which means they might not be able to do things or pay for food, for example, because their transport costs have gone up. And it means they're not necessarily getting paid any more at work to cover this kind of cost. Um, So the knock-on effect is quite high. It means that people stop using buses and turn to other forms of transport. I mean, some people have suggested that, you know, why can't you just make buses free? Um, Certainly in Tallinn, in the Estonian capital in January 2013, they put out a free bus pass and they made it available free for anyone over 65. Uh, They can use it all over the country as well. And they also provided discounts for younger people to use it. Um, But according to the Campaign for Better Transport, there's been a 142% increase in young people's bus journeys. Uh, They said that, that, you know, if we were going to make free bus journeys a reality in the UK, uh, more funding was going to be needed from from government and local councils. But of course, we're all tight strapped on during these austerity measures anyway to fund these things. And money's not being made available to run the services in the first place. And it means that essentially the young and the elderly are going to be the most hard hit by fare increases, which are the sort of people that use the services in the first place. If you look at it from the council side, councils are saying that they're desperate to protect uh, services, but funding cuts have forced difficult decisions. The Department for Transport has said it helps subsidise buses with £250 million a year in investment. South East and South West England are the only regions to see the number of journeys increase in the past decade. And the latest figures published by the Department for Transport show that bus fares across Great Britain have risen by 21% in real terms since 2008. Councils are also saying that they've had to reduce subsidies for bus routes due to cuts to their own budgets, which have led to services being withdrawn. And we've seen that all over the country. We've seen news and stories about how 
local donations have helped save bus routes in rural areas or other bus routes that sadly are no more. And they're saying it's nearly impossible for councils to keep subsidising free travel while having to find billions of pounds worth of savings and protect, protect other vital services such as our NHS and caring for the elderly and disabled, uh, filling in the potholes. I mean, that's that's another thing that's been coming up a lot. You know, how many of us have been driving around hitting potholes and potentially bursting tyres? I mean, I've had a few mates that have hit potholes and they've just trashed the tyres and it's costing them a lot of money to keep the cars on the road in the first place. There are even calls now for a national strategy on what we should do with our buses. So instead of taking it to the local level, we should come up with some sort of national solution to solving the bus uh, route crisis. And it's probably not a bad idea, actually, is that, you know, you almost need to look at things again. We're so used to using buses in a certain way, we forget to look at why they're there in the first place. And of course, we know we need buses. But when you look at things with a fresh pair of eyes and you sort of look over the parapet and you look at what what they're there to do and who they're there to serve, it might take some time to redefine what the bus routes are, what an appropriate fare is, what value they're actually providing to the community. So that's a question that we've been asking a lot of people with community transport is what is the value to the passenger? And we don't need mean financially we mean what is the impact on their life what value is that giving to their broader life and then when you look at it in those terms you can look at it and say right therefore we've defined what we need we know how to get there and then we need to define a proper financial model to ensure that this is sustainable and that everybody's able to afford this service as well so we know that different people have different incomes different salaries different pensions so it's a bigger issue than just the vehicle and the driver itself it's it's a societal issue and i think actually a national strategy on bus routes is not a bad idea i mean ultimately at the moment it's for local councils to decide which bus operations uh, support their areas and that's fair enough i mean they know the area better than us don't they so they should have the figures and understanding and i think it's important that there is uh, platforms available to help the system in that i mean with red access we're always evolving all the time and we really want to get to a point where we're able to have a platform that is automating and saving time and showing facts and figures about how services are used and this is to ensure that the services remain sustainable for the long term uh, not just the short term so not just taking a load of money and then the service running out when that funding runs out we want everything that's being used on red access to survive for the long term because the knock-on effect to people's lives is enormous if these services do go under so thank you for listening to this podcast if you've got any thoughts on the issues we've discussed today please let us know we'd want to hear from you if you know anyone that would benefit from uh, this podcast please tell everyone about it follow it on and we just want to have an open debate with everyone about transport issues across the country 